Hello, this is Reverend Raymond Hoffman, pastor of the Log Cabin Community Church in Vinings, Georgia. Welcome to our podcast entitled, God Cares. This week, I read an interesting story. It was about the largest diamond ever found. It's called the Cullinan Diamond, and it's the largest gem-quality rough diamond that was ever found. It was discovered in 1905 in Pretoria, South Africa. This diamond weighed over 3,000 carats. In 1907, it was presented to King Edward in England. They wanted to be able to take this rough diamond and cut it into uh, gems. And so they found a master gemologist in Amsterdam, and he took it on as a project and studied it. And in 1908, the gem was cut in half after two months of planning. The incision that was a half inch thick enabled them to cleave the stone in one blow. The process of breaking this up into special gems and diamonds took eight months. The first stone that came out of it was the largest, and it is called the Great Star of Africa. That diamond is 530 carats. It's on display in London at the Tower of London. It's part of the Royal Jewel Collection. The second diamond weighed 317 carats. It was called the Second Star of Africa. And seven other diamonds came out of this rough diamond that was found, totaling 208 carats in the other seven. The final total out of this big rock was 1,055 carats, which meant in the process they lost 2,000 carats. You know, when I read about diamonds and I am reminded that many times in the scripture, as I read through the scriptures and read through the New Testament, many times I am reminded that we too are precious. God sees each of us as a precious jewel. We are rich because of our relationship with Christ, and we are valued in God's sight. Now, maybe you don't feel that way. Some of us may feel like we too are diamonds in the rush, and sometimes we need a little polishing, and we might need a little cutting like a diamond does, a gemologist does when he's making that perfect gem. But, you know, me included, I always think I need some work, too. And maybe we lose a lot in the process, too, when God is molding us and making us and taking us through the trials of life that cause us to be mature in Christ. You know, Jesus said, if anyone wants to follow me, let them deny themselves and follow me. What does that mean when we deny ourselves? When I think about that term, I think about our plans and God's plans. And I often think in the Christian life, finding purpose and meaning of who we are and what we're to accomplish in this life is so very important of our spirituality. And, you know, I think what it means to me is that we, when we become a little more mature in our faith, we're looking for God's plans instead of trying to follow our own. We are listening for God's still voice. When we quiet ourselves and we listen to say, God, what are your plans? What are your plans for us? You know, when we look at the Old Testament, I'm reminded of a beautiful biblical narrative in the book of Jonah. You know, many of us know the story of Jonah, who 
God told him to go east, and he went west. He had his own plans. He went in his own direction. But things didn't work out too well. Remember, he found himself disobeying God. He was on the water. A terrible storm came. Uh, He was thrown off the boat, and he ended up for three days and three nights in the belly of a large fish. He was disobedient to God. But later on in that passage, we read another story where he finally goes back to accomplish that job of going to Nineveh. And he warned those people for 40 days, your community is going to be judged. Your city is going to be judged. You're a corrupt people. Well, they started to listen and they started to repent. And even the king at that time, he put himself in sackcloth and he sat in ashes and he repented. God saw that repentance and he decided to leave that city alone and not destroy it. Well, this upset Jonah. He felt like God was going to destroy that city. And he went off into a hillside and he looked back over and he was waiting for that community to be destroyed. And things happened in his life, but he finally realized that God is a loving and a forgiving God. You see, Jonah wanted judgment and revenge on that city that was corrupt. But Jonah's words, when he realized God's plan was, he said, for I know you are a glorious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. God is a wonderful and loving and kind God. He he is a God of grace. And you know, often our own suffering is caused by some of our own doings. Many of our own suffering is caused because we overreact to some of life's challenges. I do that. We create our own suffering. I'm reminded of the beautiful serenity prayer that helps us to get in terms to, with, with God's plan for our life. And it's a longer prayer, but the first couple stanzas are the ones that are so meaningful to me, and I'd love to recite it for you, the serenity prayer. God, grant me this serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. You know, we are very precious in God's sight, and our plans may not take us sometimes in the right direction. We may, you know, God wants us to go east, and we may go west like like Jonah did. But life has a way of using life's challenges to kind of chip away the rough edges as you would in a diamond, of sometimes wearing down and polishing us to be a beautiful gem in his sight, and to remind us that God has a purpose and a plan for each one of us. My prayer for you is that you will know God's plan for you. You'll sit in the stillness and the quiet and listen for God's voice and always be reminded Whatever you're going through in life, God is with you. You're not alone. And you, you are a precious gem in God's sight. Thank you, and God bless you.